Ladies and gentlemen, Cain and Abel, if you're popping buttons, push away from the table, as you are now tuned in to The Bill Jones Show, a show for intelligent truth seekers. So, keep that dial right where it is. I'm your host, Bill Jones, and today we're going to start a new series entitled, Who Am I? You will listen to the story, and, at the end... Be asked to guess who this episode is about. Throughout this broadcast, there will be beeps like this. Where the words are edited out to avoid giving away too much information. In each episode of Who Am I? I will take the place of the story's character. By me taking on the first person singular pronoun of I, it makes guessing harder, as although I'm a man... The person I'm talking about in an episode might be a man or a woman. Now, let's get started. I'm going to talk about just a small part of my life story today. Much will be hard to believe. Most of the information presented here is taken from my autobiography, which will be cited at the end of our broadcast, should you wish to read more. I was born in 1890 in Henryville, Indiana and was only five years old when my father passed away. I had to take care of my younger brother, three, and my younger sister, who was born three months after Dad died. I got fired from my first job after only one month, at the tender age of ten. And I left home at the age of thirteen. Why did I leave home? I left home because of an abusive stepfather. I dropped out of school in the seventh grade due to one subject. Algebra. I was underage when I joined the United States Army at the age of 15, going into the Quartermaster's Corps. I got fired from the railway at the age of 17. I actually got fired from about a dozen different jobs for insubordination, fighting, and whatnot. I got married when I was 18 to my only sweetheart, Josephine, and my wife had a baby shortly thereafter. I had three children with my first wife. Thirty-nine years later, I divorced Josephine. In two years after my divorce, I got remarried to my mistress, Claudia, in 1949. I was not only a perfectionist, but a hard worker. I once worked three years in a row without taking a single day off. I never smoked nor drank, and in fact, I made it a rule that my employees were never allowed to smoke either. Much to everyone's surprise, although I was a 7th grade dropout, I was, in fact, a member of a college fraternity, Pi Kappa Alpha. I left the legal profession after getting into a fistfight in the courtroom with a client I was representing. I founded a ferry boat company that was instantly successful. I sold it off to start an acetylene lamp company, which ended in failure, as I lost out to electric lamps that were starting to be introduced. During the Depression, although I was not a doctor nor a nurse, I was in the obstetrician field, delivering babies. In fact, one baby was named after me, in gratitude from a husband whose wife I helped during a complicated delivery. In the 1930s, I actually got into a gunfight with one of my competitors over his shady business practices. I shot one guy, 
but I didn't kill him. Although H.D. Shelburne and I were arrested, we never served time. Matt Stewart, on the other hand, received 18 years for murdering Shell manager Robert Gibson in that gunfight. After the Depression, in 1939, I acquired a motel in North Carolina, but four months later, the motel was destroyed in a fire. In less than a year, I had it rebuilt, but had to close my new motel because with gas rationing during World War II, tourism dried up. The first 20 years I was in the restaurant business, I had no written or printed menus. My food was very popular. There's an old saying, the truck drivers always find the best places to eat on the road. Folks would actually drive 262 miles one way for some of my food. One day, I got an order for 500 dinners to be eaten on a boat trip up to Lake Cumberland. As all these customers were new and didn't know the taste of my regular... I decided, what the heck? I decided to experiment. I threw two handfuls of my new extra... into the flour and stirred it up with the rest of my seasonings. When I... it up, it was the... I've ever tasted in my life. And I never changed my ingredients from that point on. I became successful at a later age. At 65 years old, I was broke. At the age of 66, and with a meager Social Security check, I drove around trying to sell my recipe. As I had little or no money for motels, I often slept in my car, wrapped in a wool blanket with my name woven into it, a present from my friend, Pete Harmon of Salt Lake City. I made sure that when I slept in my car, I would sleep outside of the town limits so restaurant owners wouldn't see how poor I was. After a total of more than 1,000 rejections during my lifetime, my business finally took off. I handled the franchise business using the honor system without ever getting swindled. I'm not only the original celebrity chef, I'm known for my original recipe, the blend of 11 secret herbs and spices that makes my chicken so finger-licking good. Who am I? That's right, I'm the Colonel, Colonel Harlan Sanders. If you'd like to read more about the Colonel, please read the book, Colonel Harlan Sanders, the Autobiography of the Original Celebrity Chef. This is Bill Jones saying thank you for listening. Goodbye. The next time you're enjoying the finger-licking good Kentucky Fried Chicken at your local KFC restaurant, remember that other diners are also enjoying their meals. So please, don't go over and lick their fingers too.